You are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with me, Anna Charles. This is episode 28. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop over-drinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Why, hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Summer has finally arrived here, so that is splendid. And incidentally, I actually live next door to a pub garden and it's very, very interesting to hear how the afternoon and summer evenings progress. The volume goes up, the more people consume. So it's always a great reminder of the effect of alcohol on our mood. Anyhow, today I've chosen to explore rather actually an intriguing topic and one that really, really helped me and applied to me as I was going through and changing my relationship with alcohol. And that's on the topic of perfectionism and rather on more specifically on the idea that we're told from since we're knee until from a knee high to a grasshopper, as they say, practice makes perfect. Now, that's what I was taught from a young age, right? If you want to have neater handwriting, if you want to learn how to ride a bike, or even if you want to learn how to make friends, your practice makes perfect. And it was always meant in the most motivational way. And there's no doubt, right, that it can be true, that you can, through practice, get perfect at something. And really unless you're a genius really only practice will lead to excellence let's say you want to become a world-renowned concert pianist well you could be the richest person in the world you could be able to hire the most accomplished teachers and the most perfect pianos but without practice you're unlikely to get much further than an average player it's all about what you put in similar thing with riding a bike you just have to try and try and try again and you're going to fail far far more times than you succeed until you manage to get on the bike and you know figure out your balance and off you go right so practice makes perfect i get it i can see where people are coming from when they say it's very well intended but when i meet people who are eager for a transformation in the area of stopping over drinking being told practice makes perfect often doesn't serve them So on today's podcast, I'm going to tell you the number one enemy from making progress with a practice makes perfect mentality. I'm going to tell you the three ways that are holding, that things that are holding you back. I'm going to offer you an alternative approach that will serve you better as you transform yourself into the person who has total freedom around alcohol whether that means you can take one glass and leave it at that or whether you want to quit entirely so let's start with that one the number one enemy of progress and that really is perfectionism right so that's why i have actually a problem with the practice makes perfect um jingo term in the first place right it's in the title it's full-on perfectionism I talk about the importance in my work. I talk about the importance of being careful and just aware of the language you use, especially the words you're using to talk about yourself, right? We have a lot of back chat. We have a lot of negative talk. We have high expectations 
of the fact that we should just be able to change our drinking just because we've decided to. It's a life skill. People kind of expect that they're going to have to practice how to become a pilot. They kind of get that. But when it comes to something like drinking, it just seems counterintuitive almost. It's like, well, I should be born with those skills. And I say no. I say this is a skill that one needs to learn if you've become very accomplished at drinking. And that's why I have this problem with practice makes perfect. When you start out on your quest to change your drinking, you may be very far from the goal. In fact, you may not be very far. You might feel tremendously far away from achieving your goal. In fact, it can feel insurmountable. I have clients tell me this, right? And just committing to what you say you're going to do, that's going to take some doing, just showing up to do the work, even back out from that, just even saying, I need, I need a problem. I have a problem with this. You know, I, I'm highly functioning, but I need help to change this. Even that can be a huge step. So going from that to, you know, got to be perfect, you know, practice makes perfect. So I've got to be perfect. That's what I've got to aim for can just feel two way out there. So I find that talking about perfection does not help at all. And in fact, you may even believe when you start out or even as you get going that you will never be perfect at the thing you desire, which is going to kick you for even further back with, you know, with motivation. Now, I'm sure some of you out there are listening to this and saying, but Anna, when we say practice means perfect or practice makes perfect, we don't mean literally. But actually, I beg to differ. I think the words we use are so important and it's so important to be accurate with your speech. And that's why, for instance, it's recommended that we try to avoid the words never and always, especially if we get into a row with our spouses, right? You always lie or you ne you're never on time. The words do count. They really do. And the, our brain is listening to see what we're saying about ourselves because our words become our instructions to, to our brain. Right. So if we say something like, well, I always overdrink, that in time becomes an instruction. OK, we overdrink. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we're going to carry on doing. Now, I think the same is true of using the word perfect. So what can happen is you end up gritting your teeth and saying practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. While you fail for the umpteenth time, are you really ready to believe yourself that practice makes perfect? I'm sure there are some people out there who will push through and say, hell yeah, I'm going to do this. I do believe in practice makes perfect. But I'm telling you now, many will not. And if that's you, that's absolutely okay. Because for many, practice makes perfect is really the equivalent of regurgitating positive thinking affirmations that you don't really believe. And if you go around saying, I believe I can stop drinking entirely if I just harnessed more willpower... That's what you're saying, but then your brain is kind of saying, oh yeah, remember last night? Guess how far you'll get? Not, not very far at all, really. Because what you think and what you say influences how you feel. And how you feel absolutely determines what action you do or don't take. If you use words to describe yourself that make you feel all fired up and motivated with rock hard belief and it feels you know, really believable, so belief in your goal, you are going to take massive action to get there, however hard it gets. But if you're using words to describe yourself that you just really don't believe in your heart of hearts, and remember, 
the only person this is work on you so the only person you're fooling is yourself so if you're using these words you don't believe you're going to end up feeling a fraud you're going to feel it's not worth trying because if you don't know from the outset you're going to reach your goals you don't know if you can be perfect that the resulting action you're going to take is going to be half-hearted at best so yes your words absolutely do count so let's dig into this a little bit further here are three very specific ways that saying practice makes perfect is holding you back even if you didn't realize it firstly it invites perfectionism in the form of fail now not fail later so perfectionists tend to not want to do anything unless they can get it absolutely right and absolutely i can say this as a reformed perfectionist this is me down to a t or was me down to a t with my drinking at least it's an area i'm working on in other areas of my life it's a meta skill to take into other parts of my life so i would argue that perfectionism is really for scared people right if you have to be perfect you never have to take action if your work has to be perfect you'll never put it out into the world right until you're absolutely sure it's going to be perfect if you have to be perfect you're going to protect yourself from anyone being able to criticize you so it's easier to not finish your book rather than risk having someone tell you how much they hate it it's easier to keep on drinking than tell people you want to cut back and risk feeling hurt when they call you boring it's easier to keep on drinking rather than say you're going to do it and then you drink and then you feel you let yourself down by avoiding mistakes perfectionists avoid the opportunity to become stronger and to learn from making those mistakes in the first place so many times we spend so much energy worrying that we are going to fail but each failure is just another opportunity to learn what didn't work and i have actually a podcast specifically on this called 100 fails so by insisting on perfectionism and hiding behind this and i will challenge you that you are hiding behind this when you say you're a perfectionist perfectionists end up getting better at failing ahead of time you get better at doing the exact opposite of what you want see how messed up that is right so that was the first point the second reason why practice makes perfect is holding you back is it leads to procrastination if perfectionism was about avoiding failure procrastination gives you reasons and proof why this makes sense all right so now you're going to say yeah it makes sense that we don't take action until we're perfect it's like a deal with yourself that you will do the work but only when certain conditions are met you're going to put off your changing your drinking until there's less stress in your life and you know that can seem really very reasonable and very sensible Mm-mm. think twice about it you can put off studying the book on the syllabus that you have for your night school until you're in a really quiet space which might mean you have to wait 6 months to get to that point you can put off starting your exercise regime until the weather's pleasant right so these these are all conditions that we're putting on ourselves you put off writing your book until you have a clear 2 hours ahead of you rather than snatching 30 minutes here or there but these are all excuses you still end up doing nothing right just like in that first point 
And by doing this, you're going to carry on doing the thing that you don't want to be doing. So by doing nothing about your over drinking, because you're afraid of failing in point one, and because you're waiting for this the perfect you know, scenario or even a half decent set of conditions that you think will make it successful yourself. In the meantime, you're going to be carrying on over drinking and doing, getting better at the habit of over drinking, which is the reverse of what you want. It makes no sense. The third reason why practice makes perfect is holding you back is it allows room for confusion. This is killer. You're going to say things like, well, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Practice makes perfect. I get that, but I don't know how to do that yet. Or I don't know how to do it right. So what you end up doing is making no choice at all. And again, this makes no sense. Think about it. You didn't know how to do many things that you do now. You didn't know how to be a mother when you first had your first child. You didn't know how to drive a car on your first lesson. You don't know how to do being married when you accept a proposal. In each of these cases, you accepted you'll take the steps you need to figure it out. So why not with your goal of over stopping over drinking? And I'll tell you why. Because it's less risky to do nothing. It's less risky because you don't risk letting yourself down again, right? We're afraid of that emotional reaction. We're afraid of failing. So we just don't do anything in the meantime. We allow ourselves to be confused about what it means when all these emotions that come up and I, you know, I don't know how to handle that when I'm, when I'm not drinking, right? And I would add that when it comes to over drinking, that is something I can help with. So I can actually help you dispel all confusion. I do have a process that I'll take you through. It's not easy, but it is simple. I know the steps to help you reach your goal the quickest. But now let me move on to, I promise an alternative approach that serves you better than practice makes perfect. And here it is. Practice makes efficient. You probably could have guessed that as it's the name, the title of the podcast. But, you know, I wanted to build that up in a little drum roll. So if practice makes perfect doesn't work, practice makes efficient is a really, really good alternative. And I say that and I believe it's something that you'll be able to buy into because you already know this works. Right? I don't know a single person who doesn't claim to have a bad habit or two. Now think about it. We don't choose these habits, right? You don't aim to be perfect at biting your nails or saying you're tired every time you reach the hard stage of a project. You don't aim to be perfect at over drinking, right? But we certainly get very efficient at doing all of these things the more we do them, right? So the more we do, the more we practice over drinking, the more efficient we get at it because there's less time, less brain power involved between uh, you coming in from work and pouring that drink, if that's what you've done, you know, every day for the last whatever number of years of your life. Now, often we aren't even making conscious decisions about this behavior. We're just super, super efficient. So if you are drinking white wine every evening, you're practicing getting better at drinking white wine. If you keep on giving up on yourself, Every time it gets hard when you try to stop over drinking, you're practicing getting better at giving up on yourself. And here's a further extension of that. If you keep on justifying to yourself why you're giving up on yourself, you are simply practicing the skill to help you give up when things get tough in the future. 
so practice makes efficient we know it for all the stuff we don't want to be doing so by the by on the flip side practice makes efficient for all the stuff all the good stuff we want to be doing so i'm a pretty competent driver i wouldn't win any awards probably i'm not the safest maybe certainly not the fastest i'm certainly not a perfect driver by anyone's standard but by practicing i have become efficient at it i've become efficient also at learning how to improve and that's okay i don't need to be perfect so what you want to do is to build up the experience of having a go at whatever it is you want to do and for my clients that's having a go at feeling the urges in order to give up over drinking to become efficient at something you need to do it so practice makes efficient tells your brain that that's all you're doing you're giving it a go we're not talking about perfectionism here it doesn't matter if you don't know what you're doing to start with you're going to figure it out you're giving it a go and you're getting better and more efficient at figuring it out this also by the way gives yourself permission to ask if you're getting the result you want if not change approach and have another go practice makes efficient so i'm going to end with the three reasons why practice makes efficient makes so much more sense Firstly, you may not need perfection. I alluded to that just now in the driving example. So don't tell yourself that you do. Don't use this as a crutch or an excuse to not take action, right? You can still get perfect. You can become perfect at something, sure, but you may not need to. And certainly when it comes to over drinking, I'd much rather have you taking consolidated, massive action failing and learn from it than than trying to wait till you're perfect and in the end doing nothing. Secondly, you may not be able to attain perfection even if you wanted to and and I would actually argue you know ask what is perfection anyway? This prevents just just thinking this alone it prevents so much stress and so much beating yourself up. When you stop tensing up because you've got to be perfect, you may surprise yourself as to what you're capable of doing. You may find actually that you're a lot better at something than you'd have ever thought possible. I see this all the time as people change their uh, habits around drinking. Thirdly, it's more important to get efficient at doing things than not doing anything at all. Any hint of perfectionism that stops you taking action needs to be eliminated. So instead of getting efficient at putting things off, of putting off making the effort then get efficient at giving it a go and it's giving it a go that's going to lead to success as they would say in only fools and horses you know it makes sense now realize that was a very localized example there anybody in the uk will get that and apologies for anybody else who doesn't okay so we've come to the end here. So in summary, it's so important to watch your words and how you talk about yourself and in what you do. So ditch practice makes perfect and try practice makes efficient instead. Get better at doing than aiming for perfection and not taking action. And if you want to get started, you want to practice getting started, you want to practice taking action and achieve your goal of stopping over drinking, the fastest way to do it is with a coach. And that's me. I can help. So go to 90dayslater.co and click on the blue button 
there's a blue call button and we can arrange a call to chat about your situation. Alternatively, you can email me at anna at 90dayslater.co. Don't wait for the perfect time. Do it now. Okay, that's it for now and I'll see you next week. If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.